Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode one, officially, of the Anchors Away podcast. So today, I want to talk about, since this is the first episode, um, about how I got into debt and um, things that I've done to get me to where I am now. So, uh, like I said before, I'm about $47,000 in debt. By the end of the summer, I'll be up to like $60,000 because I'm a full-time nursing student and I'm buying my lease out in July. Um, So I'll have the added expense of my car. Not that I'm not paying my car now, but anyways, you get it. So um, most of my debt, I have about $32-ish, $30,000 in uh, student loans. So I, after high school, I went um, to a university in Bangor um, and I paid, I think it was like $20,000 a year. That might be wrong. I'm not 100% certain about that. Um, So I was given some federal aid uh, by the government and then um, that obviously I have to pay back. And then I was given, I had to take out some private loans. I think my first year I took out like 12,000 and my second year I took out like 10,000. Um, so yeah, so that was, um, obviously less than ideal. So my first year I was a nursing major, um, and I got wrapped up in the the social aspect of college more than the academic aspect of college. So I ended up, I think I failed one class, didn't, you have to have a certain grade in order to pass like a, a nursing class. And I did not get that grade. Um, so at the end of my freshman year, I actually got dropped from the nursing program which was unfortunate. Um, And then my second year I went back uh, and I started as a healthcare studies major, um, retook some of the classes I had taken my freshman year, which I obviously regret now looking back on six years later. No, that's wrong, eight years later. Um, So my roommate situation, my sophomore year was less than um, ideal. I was in a triple with two other girls, so there were three of us total in the room. One of the girls that had roomed with my freshman year, and she was great, so I was thinking, you know, it would be the same my sophomore year. Well, that wasn't the case, and um, I ended up transferring to a community college near my parents' house um, after my sophomore year because I realized that um, that was a better place for me at the time. And I... I'm calling this whole process, pretty much all of my 20s, I'm calling it my journey because um, I think had I not taken, had I not had the experiences that I've had then, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I'm grateful for where I am today and um, I think that now it's all making sense as to why I've taken the path that I've taken. Um, so when I moved home, I was super lucky. I lived rent free at my dad's house. Well, at my parents' house and then my dad's house. Um, And then my dad actually paid for my associate's degree, um, which was great. Um, And I learned that I should have gone to a community college to start with after high school because instead of paying $30,000 for classes, I could have paid, I paid $4,000 for my entire degree, which was crazy. And I, again, I pretty much retook all the classes that I took my freshman year um, at the University of Bangor. So um, I am now, I have my associates in medical assisting. I work at a doctor's office in Portland, which is one of the biggest cities in Maine. Um, And I love my job. I love the doctors I work with. I work with the residency program. So when doctors graduate from med school, they're technically doctors, 
but they have to do um, a residency at a, at a in a specialty if they want to specialize in something. So I work at a family medicine office, so I get to see a varying age of patients, which is great, and I love it. And then I love being able to help the residents learn, and they're three years with us, so that's great. Um, and then, so when I graduated and I moved, or no, when I graduated college with my associates. Um, I decided I applied for jobs everywhere and you know as every college graduate learns um, most jobs are only looking for people with like a year experience or more so I was obviously starting to freak out at that point thinking I'm gonna live with my parents for the rest of my life which let's hope that's not true for anybody um, so I just applied for jobs pretty much within a one-hour radius of my house so I ended up getting a job in Vassalboro, technically, which is a super small town, like an hour north of my house, or my dad's house. Um, so I got sick of the hour commute about one month into the job. Um, so I ended up getting an apartment by myself, which was great. I loved it. Um, and then, then things happened and it turned out to not be a great apartment about two weeks in. So I ended up moving back in with my dad for a month until I could find a different place up there. Um, so I ended up finding another place which was better than the first. Um, and I moved out on my own again. And within two days, I think, two or three days of moving out on my, on my own the second time. No, yeah, it was the second time. I ended up meeting my now boyfriend. Um, so, you know, living by yourself, what else do you have to do? I got on Tinder <laughs> pretty much just for the entertainment factor, not looking for what Tinder is um, used for. I swear to God, it's not why I was on it, and neither was he. So, yeah. Um, so, about two days after I met him, and I was thinking, there's no way this guy's legit. It's Tinder. I know what Tinder's about. So I went down to the Old Port, which is like the most popular bar scene, I would think, in Maine. Um, and yeah, I met him for the first time a month after, and it's been almost four years now, so it's going well. Um, so that's a side note, I think. Um, so when I was living on my own, I talked about this a little bit in my blog earlier this week. Um, but I was spending about $80 a week in groceries, and that was just for me, which is insane. And I now realize that. Um, so I, yeah, Bobby would come up on the weekends and occasionally during the week for like a night or two, but it was never, I don't think he ever, he may have stayed a week around like Thanksgiving, but he never stayed more than that. So the fact that I was spending $80 a week on food just for me is ridiculous. Um, so that's kind of where the debt started as far as my credit card. So I convinced myself, I, th I think I got it right before Christmas, and that's probably why I got my credit card. Um, I convinced myself that I was going to get my credit card only for emergencies. Well, I think that the fact that I convinced myself of that was problem number one. So <clears throat> I put was putting like groceries on my credit card. I was putting... Um, I think I put all of Christmas gifts that year instead of just not doing Christmas gifts. I put all of Christmas gifts on my credit card. Um, 
And I convinced myself that because I was living on my own and paying rent by myself, it was fine because that's what people did. Sorry, that was my straw going into my drink. If you um, heard that, it's not even 7 o'clock in the morning yet, so I need some coffee. So, um, yeah, so I think when I left Waterville, I had about $2,500 in credit card debt, which was less than ideal, and I kind of just blew it off. Um, And then I think I paid off that credit card twice, and... Um, there was a couple times recently, recently, like within the last year that it's, my credit card's been maxed out at 5,200 and there's nothing in my bank account, which is great. Um, it was a great learning experience to help me realize that I never want to be in that position. Um, again, hopefully. So the other debt that I have is for medical bills. So when I went, actually couple weeks after I met Bobby, excuse me, um, I had to get my tonsils taken out because I couldn't breathe and I kept choking when I was eating and it was just bad news bears. So I had my tonsils taken out. When they did that, they realized I have a deviated septum. So I had to have two separate surgeries to have that done. So um, that added some medical debt. I was fortunate enough that growing up and after I turned 18, my parents kind of picked up the bill for my medical expenses until I moved out on my own and then they were like yeah we're not doing this anymore which again I'm super grateful that they paid for things while I was still at home and I'm not even 26 yet so I'm still using I'm still on their um, medical insurance plan so this September I'll be bumped off and that'll be a new experience um so yeah so I got hit with that medical bill and then I just kind of blew it off thinking that everybody in their 20s is supposed to have debt which I now realize isn't the case. Um, And then, of course, when I first moved out on my own, um, Pinterest was, I think it had been going for a while there, because I think I remember doing it, like, when I was in college, right out of high school. Um, So I started looking at, like, budgeting things on Pinterest and, you know, realizing that I really need to um, get my shit together. So I kind of made a budget, but I think at that point it was just a, a list of my bills, what the amount should be, in, or in and around that, and when they were due. I didn't actually use it as like a tool to hold myself accountable, which I now regret. Um, so I think I've always had a budget, but it wasn't until the last couple of months stumbling upon the debt-free community and like having a come-to-Jesus moment where I need to pay off my debt. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of a little bit how I got into debt. Um, I will take full ownership for the fact that my credit card in, in every time that it's had a balance is not because I've needed it for something like actually for emergencies. There's only been one time that I used it for, I would say an emergency and I had to buy four new tires on my car. Um, because it was the dead of winter this year and um, my car was stuck because my tires were so bald. So I bought four new tires on my credit card and then the next paycheck I paid them off completely. Um, So maybe if I used my credit card for emergency purposes then I would actually be paying it off but that hasn't been the case. Um, 
<laughs> funny how you come to these realizations while you're recording something. Um, so yeah, so most of the, the balances that have been on my credit card have been like frivolous things that I now realize I don't really need. Um, it's been a new shirt to impress somebody or we've moved and I feel like I need to redecorate my apartment or dinners or I don't even know, probably gas and groceries at times, which I guess are essentials. But, um, I think for the most part, it's been spending it on shit that I don't need. Um, so yeah, it's been an interesting journey. So what got me started wanting to pay off debt? Um, so I made a promise to myself, obviously just like an internal promise, but when I moved out on my own, I made a promise that before I'm 30, I want to own a house. Um, so I think it was with the intent of hopefully my life being a little bit more settled at that point. Um, because I was hoping by that point I would be a nurse and I'd be done with nursing school and, you know, I don't think it was so much for, like, the social pressure of, like, you need to have a house, you need to be married, you need to have babies, all that stuff, which obviously I hope that comes in time, but if it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, I never expected to meet Bobby the way that I did, so I'm super grateful for him and for the last four years and the, the roller coaster ride that I've taken him on. <laughs> I said that I've taken him on because I can't say as though he's really put me through anything compared to what I put him through as far as like nursing school and moving because I didn't like the apartment or all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so I want to buy a house. Um, I graduate in three years with my nursing degree, so I'll be 28. It'll, yeah, I'll be 28 the summer of me turning 29. Um, so my goal is to really, when, when I graduate, I want us to be able to buy a house together. Um, which is super helpful now because now, well, hopefully in three years, there'll still be two of us, but, um, there'll be dual income on the house, so it'll be easier, but I can't fathom spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on a house while still having $60,000 in debt. I, it literally, it, it makes my brain go haywire and, for me personally, debt feels like this doom cloud that I just can't, it's like a constant thunderstorm and it's awful and I hate it. And what bothers me the most, um, is the credit card debt. So I have the Dave Ramsey book on hold at the library, which is a new thing, which I might do a podcast about. Um, so I can't say as though I've done a whole lot of research on Dave Ramsey, but, um, I started the Instagram debt-free community, um, journey like a month ago, I think, probably less than that. Um, so I, yeah, I kind of just stumbled upon it and I've been super, super grateful for all of the support and a special shout out to Ghetto Gazelle for, um, motivating me to do this podcast and, um, for making a killer podcast herself. Cause I would not have had the guts to do this one had I not listened to hers and how real hers is. Um, but yeah, so I felt a lot of support and a lot of people just going through the same thing of what I'm going through. So I think that it's important, um, it, for me, it's important to keep reminding myself that we're all, all of us on the debt-free community are all doing this for the same reason. We all want to be debt-free. We don't want to have that doom cloud. We want to be able to be financially free with our life, essentially. 
Um, but what I need to keep reminding myself is that everybody's going to, just like I have, everybody's going to take a different road to get there. Everybody's going to take different steps. Everybody's going to um, do it differently, pay off debt differently, look at things differently. And that's what's important to me. Um, like I said, I am a huge advocate for, you know, taking a journey through my life and I, I wouldn't be where I am today without the things that have happened to me. So I'm super grateful for that. And yeah, so hopefully I'll do another podcast this week. Maybe not. I do work every day for the next like 37 days or something ridiculous. Um, so we'll see how my drives to work go and if I <laughs> think it's a good time to record. So I hope you all have a fabulous day. Um, and I'd love to hear some feedback if you have any and yeah, have a great day, everybody.